You weren't expecting us here in your subscriptions for your podcast today, were you? We're coming at you with a bonus. Dude, I've been waiting to have a reason to do a bonus episode. <laughs> and this is the perfect episode. So it's on the perfect one. Oh, absolutely. And to be honest, when we got this episode, because it kind of fell into our lap, we didn't think it was going to be its own episode, but it ended up being so good and so amazing that we were like, you know what? We're going to take this apart and we are going to make it its own episode. So... That being said, on Monday, you guys heard Abigail Ranny talk all things wedding, throwing a party, choosing vendor tips. If you haven't listened to that, you need to go check it out. Abigail is is, amazing. She's queen. She is amazing. Yeah. She's a bridal consultant, bridal planning consultant. Um, So she's, she's great. You should absolutely listen to her. And she threw the dopest wedding party reception of literally all time there were dinosaurs involved it's so good and we also link in the show notes to monday's episode uh the video to her wedding day so you can see this seven minute bomb ass episode uh of of just what their wedding day looked like you have to listen to monday's episode but from that episode uh we had planned on talking about you know a few things and we just got to topping and the conversation just kept flowing that we let the recording keep going and we decided that we were going to share this little section that we're titling taboo topics with you guys and so uh this is where this bonus episode comes into ashley's totally right it just kind of fell into our laps (laughs) but this was the perfect time to release this episode absolutely and abigail has some potentially controversial opinions towards your timeline, what your photographer should do, all about wedding coordinators. Oh, you guys, you're going to absolutely love it. So without further ado, we will let you listen to this interview that we recorded with Abigail. Enjoy it. Let's dive into, because you've already said like, you want to help people be able to like make those decisions. Like, should I do the first look down the aisle or the first look in like before the wedding? Let's dive into some of these like more controversial taboo topics because it, it's Chris and I's favorite thing to talk about taboo oh, we topics. Love it. We love the yes. tea. We love the, all, yes. of, all of that Yes. Stuff. And I yeah. know that you might have some different opinions than other people. So I think that that's kind of yeah. a big reason for us to talk about this. So let's talk about the first look situation first. So tell us how... Tell, I, tell us your take on first looks. Oh, okay. Ashley and Chris, like you got, I might have a different opinion than you guys. So feel free. And I, no, and I, that's okay. Yeah. The dialogue 100%. is amazing. Yeah. 100%. So for my brides, um, when they would ask me this question, um, this is a very controversial sentence, but it's what I believe. I feel like first looks were created by photographers and videographers to make it easier on us. And which it's a hundred percent. Like if, yeah. if, if it's important in the photos and the video, if it's important to that bride to get those up close cinematic shots and, and the each individual moment documented 100%, I think a first look fits you and that's, that's what you want. But I, in my experience, um, first looks that are not down the aisle, first looks planned, mm-hmm. um, are actually a lot more awkward 
and um, uncomfortable than they are than they are um, advertised to be. One, because it's advertised that you are alone. It's advertised that oh, your, your groom will feel comfortable to be vulnerable and cry versus he might not when everybody's looking at him in the ceremony. Um, I, in my experience, that has not been true um, because they are, one, they are not alone. Us photographers and videographers are there. Also, I've had a number of experiences where um, the whole point is that it's just between them, but I have family members, whether it's grandmas, moms, mm. the bridal party. They're like, Walk can away, we watch? Get away, no. Literally, oh, and, dude, and I, I, will... I, I, in the, in the, in the best way, but firmest way, I'm like, absolutely not. This, this is, is not for them. Moment. This is for them, and I will be an advocate to preserve that intimacy to the last second. Absolutely. Yes. Like if they're it, giving up that moment of like seeing each other down the aisle, we are going yes. to make this as sacred as possible. 100%. And, and also that's, that's per photographer and videographer, as far as like having their space, maybe shooting it with a 70 to 200 lens versus a 35 millimeter lens where they have right. to be right up and close. It's, you know, and it's just about if they want to first look talking about that with their videographer and photographer about shooting with an extended lens to where they can be stepped back. Like and actually not, feel alone. Correct. Like, and yeah. create that alone experience. Like if that's important to them, hundred percent, there are ways to do it. One hundred percent. Yeah. But I always walk through it with my brides, um, in the way of being honest about mm -hmm. you are not alone. Also, um, I will do my absolute best to make sure that other people are not watching, but that's also somewhat out of my control to when I start shooting, especially when it starts. Shooting. Yeah. You get tunnel yeah. vision. You go you walk know, away, just, close the curtains or close the door or whatever that they just happen to open on their own free will. Yeah. Um, but also a big part that I always talk about with, with my couples is the fact that I don't care who you are. If you've thought about your wedding for five seconds or for the past 15, 25 years, every single human being imagines the first time that they see their groom or bride being the walk down the aisle. So there is automatically inherently this, this connection that's already there that has emotional value. And so even if you have a super stoic military groom, that is how he imagined, whether it was for five seconds or five years, that is how he imagines seeing his bride. Mm -hmm. And so well, he's normally the one that has to be talked into it because it is how he, that's how he pictured it. Yeah. Right. You, you know, it's, what's interesting is that it's more common. I, I kind of take the same first off with your statement that you said earlier about, uh, first looks being like created by basically photographers mm -hmm. and videographers. I never thought about that, but that makes so much sense because no. truly a bride didn't create that. Right. Yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, I tend to take more of an approach like, like you do, Hey, here are the pros and cons here's, mm -hmm. you know, and I do feel like there's been some manipulation, like in the industry, that's like, makes it seem like it's going to be something that it's not. And so I know that I always try to let couples know, like, Hey, if you've never seen him cry during your relationship, don't Set expect to see him cry during yes. your first look, yep. because Round that's, of what, applause. You want, that's yep. what you, if you want to happen, like. It's not going to happen in this right. setting if you've and never don't, seen don't it. And don't set yourself up to be disappointed. Oh, my gosh. A natural yeah. reaction. Because, yeah. Yeah. Lately, it's been uh, – so I, I, I let couples know, hey, here are the pros and cons. You guys make the decision. Whatever is best for you, 
you do it. I will support it 100%. Mm -hmm. And lately it's been more brides who want to do a first look, but the grooms don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, I'm always like, man, we support you 100% because you're right. They have had this expectation. And a lot of brides may not know this, that their guy, you know, they're, whoever they're marrying, they're, whether it be another bride or, or groom, like, hey, this is what they thought the day would look like for the, you know, seeing them down the aisle for the first time. Yeah. I think the, the brides that really are, have their hearts set on a first look one, you know, yeah, like you said, like always giving them the pros and cons, let them choose and be totally brutally honest of what to expect so that they are not let down by their experience because then it's too late. Um, but it's about, I think a lot of brides see those beautiful first look pictures um, that, you know, whether it's on like Yosemite or at uh -huh. the back of the church in the grass versus inside, if it's a Catholic wedding, you know, maybe it's not great lighting. It's a little yellow, like, you know what I mean? Like that sort of thing. Um, it's not that wow factor. Mm -hmm. And I feel like somewhat there is a level that, that brides are losing a, uh, perception of what's important. Mm -hmm. of is it yeah. important in preserving that moment that they're feeling and if their groom wants that to be the way that they expected it to be that's how they're going to get the most genuine reaction and emotion out of him um because that's that's you know it's it's natural and it's what he's expected and prepared himself for but if you remove him from that situation and put him in this this situation that he's not mentally prepared for and it's also then in turn not what he expected just to get a good Instagram picture. Right. You know that I've had a groom say to me one time, she wants me to cry. How can I, like, how, like, I don't know. I'm not going to cry. How oh. can I make her so I don't let her down? Oh. Like, believe Man, that, that it's me. making me feel that way. And so there's this pressure that they're inherently feeling to perform in to a way. And like, yeah. I also, yeah. To but make it the picture. Like, exactly. On yeah. like two, I have two comments and I wrote them down because I don't want to forget them. Ashley and I, you said something about this. Like it just doesn't always feel natural. Ashley and I've had this discussion, my business partner, Ashley, for those of you who don't know, um, we've had this discussion about how first looks are so they feel, and especially like first looks with dad, they feel so staged. And it's like, how can we create an environment that feels natural, but still allows them to be able to have this. And I think a big part of it is like taking that expectation away because some weddings, especially if you think about like winter, when the sun sets at five o'clock and your ceremony, like you have no sunshine by the time you get married. It's like, this is a very viable option that you should think about from again, yes. it's a little bit of a selfish perspective, but you also want pictures, but for lighting for, yeah, like there to be enough light. Right. Like I can't control the sun. So like we do want to work with the sun in that aspect. So how can we make these more natural? And so I love that you're like opening up this discussion, but from also a perspective of, I did a first look. So I have a perspective of a first look. There isn't a layer. Also, Justin, my husband had zero expectations of what he was supposed to be like, like a, I did not expect the man to cry. Um, and neither did he. And we kind of talked about that. Like but we did a first look because it made sense for us. Cause we also were going to walk down the aisle together. And oh. it's one of my favorite memories is doing this first look with him. But I also was very comfortable with my photographer, very yeah. comfortable with my videographers. I had these blinders on that. Like I didn't, don't even remember anybody being around me. Yes. So that's another, but I think there has to also be that level of comfort and 
you have to remove the expectations if you're doing a first look like we're doing this because this makes sense for our timeline because for me it made sense for us to be able to walk down the aisle together and that's what we really wanted to do I'm obsessed with that yeah you, you have to like let go of expectations what other people do or what you're supposed to do during the first look like you're doing this so that you can see each other it can be a moment alone you can spend more of the day together which is a huge benefit to it is like you're not just spending your few hours at the reception you do get more time but it can feel fake if Mm -hmm. you're trying to perform like so again I so totally agree with you like it feels awkward it feels staged if you it have can. this expectation yeah. that it's supposed to be a certain way. Well, and Correct. if it's marketed, like, you know, like Abigail was saying, like in this way that it's the big thing is like, that gets me is you're going to be alone. Like, because you're not, especially no. if you have a videographer team of two or three people or mm-hmm. four in one instance <laughs> that yeah, I Chris had. has a horse. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. But, um, one other thing, last thing that I want to say on first looks is, and I don't, I'm sure other people do this. But we actually, I always tell our couples like, Hey, after we do this, like we're going to be here for a minute, 30 seconds to a minute taking these photos. And then we're going to step away. Like we're going to leave you guys alone for three to five minutes and you guys can truly get a moment alone. Yes. If, if your photographer has not mentioned that to you and you're listening, you can request that request it and say, Hey, Hey, can we get a moment alone and just let them know before the day? Like, Hey, after you get the photos you need, can we just spend like a few minutes alone? 100%. I don't need to feel the camera on me all the time. Yes. Like yes. get, get mark the moment. And because like I said earlier, you're kind of giving up that like, this is still can, and can be an emotional moment for you. Like, yes. so request space. And yeah. like, we tell them like, don't rush. And also for photographers listening, because I just know that this can happen in the, especially in the beginning stages, don't interrupt their moment for your picture. Oh my God. Or yes. like videographers don't make them recreate it until like literally the entire moment has passed. If you absolutely need to recreate it, 100%. everything has passed. Don't take them out of it. 100%. Yes. So a few, yeah, two more things yes. on the first look. So the, um, hundred percent, I, I think that's such a good point with you, Ashley, that, that you were comfortable with your videographers and your photographers and even though you had let you have and had a personal relationship with right. them also like a new bride that honestly don't know their photographer videographer like if the you have did, the yeah. right one that's right for you which is a whole nother topic of a good vendor that that you flow well with which is so important any bride can still have that if you don't just pick your videographer and photographer just solely off the cheapest price or whatever like that you value that connection that you have with that person that will play so much into if you are set on having a first look and you want that moment that 100% those blinders are on. Like yeah. that's a thing. I mean, I had that my, my husband and I did a walk down the aisle and 100% I didn't even notice the hundreds of people that were on my right and left. I literally, I don't even remember seeing them. Like I just saw my husband because I literally just got full body goosebumps. Like he was was almost like bawling. And that, like, I knew that it was like a very strong moment for us as a couple and just who we are, but I did not expect that. And he didn't either. And that is such a key thing that you said is like letting go of those expectations. It kills my soul when I hear a bride say, 
if he doesn't cry, I oh am my turning gosh. around and walking out and doing it again until he cries. Like <sighs> you guys listening, take that. that off of them. Take that's that off of them. Important. Like that's not what it's about. It's not about the display or the picture that you're going to get afterwards. And that doesn't mean that he is any less excited or jaw droppingly yep. shocked to see you in your wedding dress for the first time. Like crying tears has nothing to do with it. I am not a crier. I did not cry on my wedding day because it's not my thing. I didn't cry when I found my wedding dress. It's not my, I'm not a crier. Me either. Yeah. I don't do it. It's, I don't, I like, it's like my emotions aren't connected to my tear ducts. Like, oops. <laughs> that's, that's my wife. That's Lara too. Yeah. Um, but also as a photographer, the two things when I did do first looks one, what you said, Chris, a hundred percent, those moments to give to them afterwards. Like, I feel like that's a duh, like that, that should, that should be a duh. It should be an industry it standard should be for photographers and for a bride to either the bride ask for it. And it like, you know, of course, like, it's not a big deal. You know, it, it's not like a pressured, high stressful question to ask. Like that's it's nope. easy. Just ask it's for it. Big, yeah. It's not a big deal. Um, and photographers and videographers, I agree, like all across the land, if you don't offer that, you should, because mm-hmm. put yourself in their shoes and it just makes sense. Yep. Um, Otherwise it's way selfish. Yes. Like you're doing um, it for you. If this is them. Right. The, the second thing that I do is, um, as the photographer, I do not, I never let them do it, um, of doing the tapping on the shoulder. And I do that only because I somewhat, if they want to do a first look, I somewhat create that feeling of the walk down the aisle. I just have them stand apart, obviously with his back to her. And then she tells him when she's a couple paces behind, okay, turn around. So that way it's not kind of this awkward, like step back Yes, you know, and look That's at your whole so dress. Like, yes. Way, he can still see you walking, see the whole picture in one look versus like this awkward, like, oh, I didn't, I can't even see your dress because I'm literally just staring into your beautiful Yes. Like I, just, so I do not do good. the tap on the shoulder. I do a walk and I let the bride, I don't control it. Obviously that helps with audio for video. Mm-hmm. Like I don't say, okay, turn around. Like I let the bride and groom do it. And I yep. just tell her, okay, when you're ready, just walk a little bit, let your train flow beautifully behind as it was created to do. And you tell him when you're a couple paces back, okay, turn around. And then it's kind of that moment of you both get to see the full. Yes. Literally, I could not 100% same. I give them the option, but I love that you also don't give them the option, but I tell them if you want him to see all of you, like you have to tell him to turn around when you feel like you're away from him enough, but he can see all of you. Otherwise he's going to turn around and just see your face. And there is that step back that happens. You're, you're absolutely right. Yes. Yes. I love that you brought this up. Yes. I love that you brought that up. That is amazing. <laughs> I do give them the option, but I kind of like that you don't give them the option. I don't. I don't because the only difference um, for me is like the tap on the shoulder is for the picture. Mm-hmm. It's for the photographer and videographer to be able to get them in one shot with the reaction and both faces in that shot. And yes, it's much harder for us to, you You would minimally have to do basically two photographers, at least two videographers to shoot the bride's reaction and the groom's reaction, which Mm -hmm. is the struggle with shooting down the aisle, like during the ceremony. But for me, like that just doesn't matter. My, my importance is the moments over photos, their experience. Like I'm a photographer. I value photos 
more than I value the dollar, (laughs) (laughs) but the experience and the feeling that they feel when they look back on that picture is what matters to me, not the quality of the picture being posted to Instagram. Yes. Preach it sister. Freaking preach it. Taboo topic. Number one down. That's good. (laughs) That was really good. She is. She's like, this is controversial. And I'm like, I did a first look, Abby. This controversial. And, <laughs> no, but it, but was, it, it was beautiful for you. Exactly. And, and that's what I'm saying is that's what I want to talk with the brides and walk through it for their individual personality, their individual their experience. 100%. Yep. yep. But it shouldn't be something that you're doing because the internet says this is how he'll cry because yes. that is a marketing thing and you're right. 100%. Yep. Love it. Yep. All right. Taboo topic number two. Chris, take it away do this okay let's talk (laughs) timelines and photographers because (gasps) i know that you mentioned uh this and so why don't you unpack your feelings about this oh yes okay this one i am dead set on like they're for me personally and how i function with my couples and and run wedding days um i will have to say as a disclaimer that about, I would say 95% of the weddings that I have shot in my entire life did not have a day of coordinator or wedding planner. So that's, that's a massive difference as well. If, if those are present in that day, a hundred percent, then I don't believe that it's the photographers or videographers sole responsibility, but I do believe that they also need to pay attention because what if the day of coordinator or the team or the wedding planner like are caught up in the food got double booked yeah and they're trying to solve that problem like you know what i mean like the photographers and videographers in my opinion need to be prepared to step in and take control of the flow of the day at any point in time but in my case when there wasn't one of those professionally hired to be there to run your wedding day that in my opinion is and only is the responsibility of the photographer and or videographers. And I say that because if it's not, whose is it? It falls on the bride. Shit shouldn't be the bride. The bridal party, Mm -hmm. the bride's mom or dad or the groom's mom or dad. Yep. And that is not what they should be doing on their son or daughter's or friend's wedding day. They should be enjoying the day. They should not have to wear a watch. They should not have to worry about carrying around a phone and setting timers and making sure that everybody is where they are supposed to be. And the only other person that is there alongside the bridal party and the bride and groom all day long is the photographer or videographer, and they are paid to be there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Why so would it their responsibility? Be, yes. Why yeah. would it not be your job to say, Hey, it's time to go do, um, bride and bridesmaids. Or mm-hmm. I even work it into my timelines that I set up time. I set up 45 minutes, maybe 30 for the bride to get into her dress yep. and then set aside time or sorry, before that, take a step back before that. I also have 10, 15 minutes set into the timeline already of the bridesmaids, mother of the bride, mother of the groom and flower girls, anyone that is in the prep pictures needs to be fully dressed head to toe, makeup, hair, shoes, jewelry, dress, everything. And I also take that responsibility to tell them it's my job to be like, Hey, reminder, we're getting dressed in 10 minutes. 
Hey, reminder, Mom, get dressed. You ready? You're yes. the timekeeper or we 100%. are the timekeepers of the day. 100%. And yep. if I, as a photographer, want the room to be cleaned and not the dress bags everywhere. Oh my God. Don't even get me started on dress bags. <laughs> plastic bags. <Ugh>. And <laughs> I, I had rules. I had three rules. Keep it clean. Keep it cool. And oh my gosh, what was the other one? Oh, I, it was, it was no bags, no tags. Keep it cool. And I, oh my gosh, I forgot the other one. I haven't gone through this. And, and I know you're like, I, I don't do this anymore. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, you know, turning down the AC, something that you don't think about, but that's yeah. something that only we as professionals know that when a bunch of girls with hair dryers and curling irons and makeup and getting dressed don't get, hot. get hot at the beginning of the day, turn that AC down. If you have that ability also no bags, no tags, have all the tags and the little dress hanger strings yes have those cut off have the dresses hanging on the hangers without the bags um because those are the things that clutter the day so if i as a photographer want a clean room to shoot the bride getting into her dress and doing the bridesmaids reveal and all that sort of stuff i have to be the one to be like hey girls we're getting into your dresses here in 10 minutes can you start cleaning up yeah yep. let's get these dresses out of the way i'm going to be shooting over here let's clear out this wall Etc. And who else's yep. job is it than the person, the only person paid to be there? Yep. I Dude, love I'm, that you're bringing I'm this up. Flowing through with all of this, like yes, 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 so much yes to all of yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Because I also see myself. I'm like, on the day of, like, it's like time to bark orders and be like, bridesmaids, you guys are ready and pretty. Clean this room up. Yeah. Clean Stop taking up. selfies and yep. clean for your bride. That's yep. like, I, I will call them out. Be like, hey, girls. There's going to be plenty of time when I'm shooting groom and groomsmen for you guys to do all these selfies with your makeup, all beautiful. hundred percent. I get it, girl. Like take all the selfies you want. hundred percent. You Go look fire. Yeah. You look bomb <laughs> and I cannot wait to photograph you, but can we clean up the room so that we can also have those photos for the bride? And, and they're going to be like, yes, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Tell like, me to do something. I'm just sitting here taking selfies. Yes. They're like, please like, let me help. Yep. What can I do? Yeah. yeah. The, the other aspect and really pro of having your wedding photographer slash videographers map out your, your wedding day timeline is that your photographer knows what they're capable of. They know what they can knock out. And they know out. how much time they need. Yeah. I always build in an extra five minutes here, an extra five minutes there. And I know sure. that, okay, I'm going to carve out, you know, 15 minutes for briding and uh, bridesmaids, but I can knock it out in seven if I need to. Like right. it, like we just know what we can do. And because of that, we know like, it, not all photographers take the same amount of time to do things, depending on who you hire, they're gonna have different Everybody approaches. Different, yeah. yeah, but, and so, you know, if you get a timeline template off of Pinterest, it doesn't take into account of how your photographer works, how they shoot, how long they can do things, you know, how yes. quickly they can do oh things. Oh my gosh. Like Ta all Pinterest, of Pinterest timelines, cringe, 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 yes. cringe, because they, they don't know your wedding day. And also you don't know if the person that created that timeline was having a beach wedding with three people watching. It's so good. Like, yeah. It's, it's so polar opposite. It's so totally different. And, and when it comes to timelines, a hundred percent, all of my brides that come to me, with questions or my photography brides, a hundred percent. Um, and the, sorry, the brides that come to me with questions, like I, I encourage day of coordinators and wedding planners to the fullest extent. But even on top of that, I say, even if you have a wedding planner or day of coordinator, 
also get a timeline from your photographer and videographers because they individually know how much time they're going to take for yeah. each individual section. And that yeah. is not the wedding planner or day of coordinators um, fault or responsibility to know how much that photographer needs. Like they, they have no idea, no. you know, like me specifically, something that I pride myself on being a photographer that I was really good at with uh, my voice. And um, I, I'm, comfortable grabbing people's attention dude same family formals are a piece of cake yes the biggest things that i get compliments on from guests and family and the bride and groom is because i can handle that really well and i'm very quick and honestly the guests or people in the pictures are like kind of like doubt me and then they get the pictures back like i've literally had that in some of my brides reviews saying that that was the case and that yep. they, they were like, does she really know what she's doing? Because this is going by so fast and so yep. easy. But it makes me wonder what other people do. Well, because I, they all do have those comments. Yeah. Like yeah. we get a, a pats on the back from dad. Like yeah. that was so easy. And I'm like, you're welcome. So I'm then like, I do what wonder, are you out here taking photos for an hour? Like we can knock this out in 15 minutes. Well, like, because let's their just, siblings yeah. have gotten married. Yes. So I they've guess so. Yeah, others. that's true. Totally different experience. Yeah. And it, it does matter on the photographer, videographers. And, and, um, and I tell them that I, that's how I make it into my timeline. Like it, I don't care if you have a hundred people doing family formals. I do not take longer than 20 minutes, but I will say like a difference in that is the style of photographer that you have. I am very much a lifestyle candid photographer. And so I am telling them to smile. I, I honestly, I tell people go up there and stand and then I will move you if I need to. I don't individually place each person because they would be surprised at how natural it comes to just layer equally and balanced and, and all that sort of thing. And so I don't, me as my photographer, who I am as a photographer, don't need that time to individually tweak mm-hmm. each individual person and the look and all that sort of thing. But also some photographers have lights. Some yes. photographers set up lights for, for family formals in the church. And that's just the style of photography that, that you choose. That's your style. Yep. And that it's just those types of questions to ask. And that's, I want to help answer these questions, create these questions that they don't even, brides don't even know that they should be asking just not even about like the quality of, of the person, because you know, I do believe that I trust the bride to choose whoever fits for her, but I like to encourage and put that little seed in their mind of hiring someone that fits their personality that they connect with because they're spending their entire wedding day next to that person. They need to enjoy who that is. Um, and you know, bring up those things, but also, yeah, like, creating the timeline with the photographers, but also the wedding planner and having them integrate them. Yes. So on that note, moving into the next taboo topic is actually wedding coordinators and wedding planners. Tell our listeners everything that you feel about wedding coordinators. Do you have a controversial opinion? Do you just have a strong opinion? I I hear the, uh, I hear the noise. There's a strong opinion for sure. What's going on? (laughs) It's definitely a strong opinion. Um, and that's from experience, not really as a photographer, um, because I, it's my opinion that I created of being a bride and, um, being a maid of honor in my sister's wedding. That's really where my opinion comes from, honestly, because as a photographer, I know that I can run the day well. Um, obviously I can't like set up the centerpieces and stuff cause I'm working, but, right. um, you know, if they, if they can figure that out as far as who sets up and takes down, then I have no problem 
running the timeline and making sure that everyone, whether it's the bridal party or not, is where they are supposed to be and helping people and blah, 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 blah. Um, so my opinion actually comes so strongly from being a bride myself and going through my sister's wedding and now my siblings, my other siblings, brother's weddings and whatnot, that, um, I mean, if, if you, <laughs> the value of a day of coordinator or a full-on wedding planner to help you through the whole process to me, um, should be worth 10 grand hands down. Like, I mean that alone, the, the level of work that they do is mind blowing and brides if you are here in the midwest especially in kansas especially in wichita kansas honey you are so lucky that wedding planners and day of coordinators here in wichita are not 10 grand i was gonna they, say that are yeah. not they're not but they're, they're worth not, it but they're so worth it and and but i promise you if you were to have your wedding out in oregon or california or new york or florida whatever hundred percent what they do would be charged about 10 grand plus a hundred percent because they do. Okay. So the difference for those of you that don't know the day of coordinator um, is honestly not even just a day of coordinator. A lot of them and the ones that I'm aware of um, they also help you uh, 30, if not 60 days out from your wedding date, they help you close contracts um, they, uh, schedule the vendors for you as far as when they come and drop off or pick up, um, and they make sure that they get their checks on time. So your dad doesn't have a, a pocket full of envelopes that he has to make sure that the photographer, that person and, hands them out. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. the, that the day of coordinator does that and seals the deal with everything, uh, goes through your contracts with you, making sure that you understand what you're agreeing to and what to expect. Um, and they also, are the person that is bringing in the vendors, telling them where to go, coordinating them, literally where they're supposed to go, where they're supposed to set up, how the layout of your reception and ceremony is supposed to go, um, <clears throat> setting up your centerpieces. Um, I mean, also make sure where people are, where they're supposed to be on the day. Yeah. Um, otherwise they'll come and ask you as the bride. Sure. Yes. I mean, you, you will, without a day of coordinator, without a wedding planner, you will be hounded. <sighs> with questions yep. and problems. Cause 100%, if you think a problem is not going to happen on your wedding day, you're lying. Like <laughs> you are, you're, you're, you're sadly mistaken. Unfortunately, yes. every yeah. single wedding day, every single one has missteps has yep. that wasn't supposed to happen. Or we were supposed to do this, or you're a little, little bit late or, um, whatever, or hopefully it's not some catastrophe like, your caterer double, double book themselves. Yep. And oh. you know what I mean? Like, but if you have someone there, that is their job. And honestly, if they're good, they're going to fix it and you won't even know about it. Yep. Yep. That is invaluable. That is priceless. Yep. And, but also what, so I explained day of coordinator, a wedding planner literally helps you budget, um, think of ideas. Um, they will also, uh, have a, team of vendors that they work really well with, but you are not forced to use. So that's an option. Um, and they, they help you through every step of the way they help you choose. You know, if you're the bride that is like, I don't know what I'm doing and nor do I want to get a wedding planner. Yep. 100%, it's worth the money. One yeah. of our brides said in one of our first interviews, it was Caitlin. She had mentioned that she, she was like, I was working, I'm a career woman. And yes. 
she's like, there's so many ideas and I want all this unique stuff, but there's thousands of ideas at my fingertips. So the beautiful thing about my planner is she formulated what uh, like three options. And all I had to do was decide between the three. I didn't yes. have to make the decisions based on the thousands that are out there. Cause it's so overwhelming. Oh, totally. I mean, I adore Pinterest to the fullest extent, but, but it, it, if you don't, if Pinterest, isn't your thing that you get on daily, cause I do, <laughs> um, you know, and thinking of ideas and creating new ideas and coming up with things that that nobody else has done, or even just all of the info that's on Pinterest and consolidating it into so much one to day. see through. Yeah. Oh, like I can't imagine because I mean I am that person that absolutely thrives in doing that. Like, do you but, ever get to the end of Pinterest too? Like when you're scroll, like you can just oh, infinitely absolutely. scroll. I've gotten to the end before. Oh, have you? Really oh, no have. way. Yeah, no lie. I really have. Like, I have gotten to the point to where I was on it every single day, especially when it was to my wedding. And I hit the pins that I saw the day before. No wow. lie. That's how much I love Pinterest. But also, that's why I want to help brides is because yeah. I, that's my strength. I love that. I want to help answer those questions. I want to help take those broad ideas and fine, fine tune them into what works for your wedding day. So what are some things that you've seen as a wedding photographer? Cause Chris and I also have these, but from your experience when they don't have a wedding coordinator or planner, like what happens? Um, well, I mean, I end up running the timeline, mm -hmm. which, you know, I somewhat enjoy and I'm, I'm good at it. I, I can honestly say that I get so many compliments on that, that the day truly would not have even happened without me and Darren there. Um, yep. one of the, one of the ones, uh, the most recent, it was one of my last weddings, no lie. Um, her church that she was in, it legitimately caught on fire. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. That was not what, what I thought you were going to say at all. Yes. It caught on fire, right? It was a Catholic church and it caught on fire right below the, the altar. So if, if we weren't there and if my husband hadn't been the one to legitimately be there to put it out with a fire extinguisher, the entire church would have gone up in flames and it would have been on fire during the ceremony. And we don't know if we would have known, not to mention the structure, like people could have died. Like, because it was in the basement of the church and we were only down there because we were setting up the the food for the bridal party to start lunch and it happened in the back room of the kitchen wow yes and and so if we had not been there if we had not you know uh been uh organizing the day and then uh going above and beyond yeah right, because the only reason happened is you were going above and beyond it, wow. yeah i mean and that but that if they had had a wedding planner like we wouldn't have even had to be that because, and I say that because not every photographer is, is willing and comfortable and good at doing no, that. Not at all. Yeah. Like, and that's okay to a certain extent. I, I think that every photographer and videographer should try to take on that responsibility. But, but Darren and I, I know for a fact, and I know you guys are like, we're good at it, mm -hmm. you know? And so yeah. I, I somewhat, um, am not, uh, feel like something is missing in my personal photography weddings. If a wedding planner or coordinator isn't there as long as that's a little sidebar though, as long as, um, they have it set up to where like an extended family member, that's not supposed to be in pictures or getting ready. Like they're just 
wanting to help and they're the ones that set everything up or if you have the ability to set up the day before some venues do that some don't mm -hmm. you know it's it's all these things but also like that's so much to sift through that also i want to help with um, right but, like we're like none of us are going to be setting up decorations right like that i mean that's just not even possible no so sometimes all. that ends up being mom yes or and like so mom is setting up food Oh my gosh, please don't make your mom do anything. And please don't Nothing. make the groom's mom do anything. Their responsibility is to look beautiful, enjoy their day and take in the moment. That is all they should be doing. Yes. You know, and and this want... is... Go ahead, Chris. This is such a big thing that we've heard so many times. Like, I feel like this has been a, a reoccurring thing that uh, brides have been saying and professionals have been saying on the podcast. Do not have your parents your close loved ones doing anything on the wedding day. Yes. And I just wish that this was something, because I think what ends up happening is that mom goes, oh, well, don't worry, we can save money uh, not right. doing this, or I'll cook, oh, for the love of God, don't have your oh, gosh. on yes. your wedding day. Oh. Like, that's a thing though. And I think it comes from, they wanna help, but it's like, look, you just we just want you here. We just mm -hmm. want you to be present, to enjoy it. You don't have to do all of these other things. Because I will tell you, like the weddings that I have had, which were more at the beginning of my career that mm -hmm. I didn't know to how much to stress this, but those moms, they were dripping in sweat because not only are they like moving around very quickly and doing physical activity to set things up, take things down, move the food, bring in bags of ice, you know, whatever, like whatever they're doing, not only is that physically, but it's stressful for them emotionally, which then in turn makes them sweat even more. And they are like dripping in sweat and stressed and they don't know, you know, what's what, and they want to talk to people. They don't have time to talk to people right? because they're, oh. they're making sure that that other people are enjoying themselves. You know, it's like a level of like when you throw a, a house party, you know, if you're that person that is going to be running around like crazy, filling the chip bowls and, you know, making sure that there's a fresh roll of toilet paper and, and spraying Febreze after every person that goes to the back. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're right. that person, if your family member is that person, they will be doing that on the wedding day. And I will promise you, I would bet if I was a betting woman, I'd bet a lot of money that they are not going to enjoy that day. And not I mean, what bride isn't concerned that their mom or mother-in-law or father-in-law or father enjoys their own wedding day? Absolutely. I mean, who doesn't want that? Yeah. Two weeks ago, our mini breakdown with Jessica, she said that that was her biggest wedding regret is that her mom and maid of honor were just so busy the wedding day. So Wedding coordinator, day of plan, like at the very least, a day of coordinator. It's so important. And I promise it, that that's what, when there wasn't a day of coordinator, I ended up doing it. That is what all of the guests, the fathers, the, the bridal party, that is what our biggest compliment was, was holy crap, this day would not have gone on without you. Yeah. And it's true. And like, it just, it shouldn't be like that for anybody. And yeah. so get yourself a day of coordinator or a wedding planner to help you with everything and to do all of those stressors for you. And not to mention to at the end of your wedding day, after everything's all said and done, nobody wants to stay there and clean everything up. Mm -hmm. Please don't make your family or your friends yeah. do that. 
that that is the worst like break they down the be, tables break yes, down the chairs yeah. they should be able to have as many drinks as they feel like it because they know that they don't have anything to do but if they have to deconstruct everything and get everything set aside to the vendors and clean up for the venue to meet their contract boxes, requirements they're sense. like oh i can't have that next drink because i have to work i have to yeah. go to work when the party's over yeah like they're looking at the floor getting filthy and they're like Great. That's yeah. going to be fun later. Right. That's kind of in the back of their mind. Well, and one point that I wanted to make on planners is that I had 11 guests at my wedding and I still had a coordinator, designer, planner. 100%. And Justin says that is like was hands down. And my entire family continues singing praises about events and design by Ashley because without it, it, it was smooth because they just like the music turned on when the music was supposed to turn on. It just flowed. And we only had 11 people and like Justin literally. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine if you were like, Hey Ben, can you go start that music back there? Yeah. Like Like how awkward does that feel? Yeah. You know, it just, it felt smooth. And Justin was just like singing praises and like for a guy who really doesn't care. And he wasn't very invested in like the planning portion. He was like, that was incredible. Like I would do that tenfold, 10 times over. And that's where I'm coming from that it's, I mean, it's, it's priceless. It's invaluable. Yep. Like we Doesn't should, matter. we should be paying our wedding planners 10 yep. grand plus, like the, at least I believe, <laughs> but I mean, obviously that's just not the market and, and yep. whatnot, but I mean, brides, they're worth it. Yes. Oh my gosh. And we are so lucky that it is affordable because it's so worth it and more. I've loved yeah. everything about this. Good. <laughs> I'm so glad it came across like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm more than so excited That's awesome. so excited for our listeners to be able to hear this stuff because you've just had, you've just had so many great things to say. Uh, Abigail, go ahead and take a moment and plug yourself. Any, is there anywhere that people can follow you? I know you said you got some new ventures coming. Like where can people go to find this stuff? Anything that you want to plug, feel free to just do. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Thank you. So, um, yeah, even though, uh, B images, I'm not taking on any more weddings, um, because I value your wedding and you deserve the best. I'm just not able to give that to you. So for those of you that may be sitting in my email box of B images or have texted me, I'm so sorry. And I truly, I wish you the absolute best go to K and B (laughs) and Ashley and a ton of other photographers that Um, You can reach out for recommendations to any of them. They're such a great community. But yes, um, with no longer taking on weddings, I just, I really, I just want to help. I want to continue doing this. I want to sit down face to face or let's do a Zoom. um, And I want to talk about what you want your wedding day to look like. Um, If you're an upcoming bride, or even if, if, if you're thinking about getting engaged and you're not even engaged yet, and and you want to know how to go through that process, Boys, men, um, I actually have contemplated the idea of being a proposal planner. Um, that's something that Ooh. I'm also super passionate about. I would absolutely love, I would love, 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 love to help you plan your proposals um, because it's about the, the mental aspect of making it personalized to your girl or your boyfriend or whatever, like whatever, whoever's proposing to who, I'm there for it. And I want to help. If you want my help, I'm all about it. Um, and you can, uh, reach out to me for any questions, wedding related, pre-wedding related, how to go about things, wedding vendors, 
you know, how to go about a dress, the mental aspect of getting a dress or questioning your dress or, I mean, literally anything on the sun, nothing's off the table, especially if you need help with your finances in your wedding. I know budgeting is such a massive thing and what to expect. You have no idea if flowers cost $500 or $5,000. I can help you with that. I can help you with expectations, um, where to go and the, the people to look for and enjoy working with. I got you. So um, I am starting a brand new Instagram um, and I uh, will have brand new posts. So don't be scared that there's not a whole lot of posts on it. I promise I'm legit. I promise I'm real, but it's <laughs> <laughs> Abigail Bridal Consulting. Uh, you can DM me on that Instagram. Um, it'll be, it'll be brand new, but I am so excited to share all of my knowledge, answer your questions, help in any way that I can, because it's not your fault that this is your first wedding but it's not my first and I'm here to help. So just reach out, DM me. If you know someone that has my phone number, please reach out. No boundaries are crossed. I will reach out to you as, as uh, I have the minute to get back to you, but I promise I will. So I'm sold. Yes. sold. <laughs> I hope so. Sign me up. <laughs> Love it. Well, thank you so much, Abigail, for joining us today. I cannot wait for our listeners to consume this and to hear how they, how much they loved it. I hope so. I've loved talking to you guys. Thank you so much for having me on this, giving me the the time and the hours to ramble on. Cause I love it. Well, it absolutely. Was so great. It was good to have you listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to the subscribed, I said that past tense. I mean, future tense subscribe to this podcast, leave us a review. If this has impacted you at all. And Otherwise, we will see you on Friday for our next Bride Mini Breakdown. Bye.